Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1257, air date July 6th, 2023. All right, good evening, everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Ayodhure. Uh, we're broadcasting live from Cambridge here, and we also have a whole bunch of amazing people, over nearly 120 people who've gathered on a um, Thursday night from all over the world because they're very, very interested in building the movement for truth, freedom, and health. People um, throughout the world are done with this concept of left and right, people being put into buckets. People fundamentally uh, want to change the world. And our movement, the work I've been doing, has been solely dedicated to supporting people's growth and advancement and their con raising their consciousness so they could break out of the left and right narrative, but more, more importantly, break out of the swarm. Many of you may have seen a video that I did several uh, about a week ago called The Swarm. It was simple marker, very humbly done on a whiteboard. That video, in spite of all the shadow banning, went viral. It probably got about 100 million views. Twitter reported around 500,000 views. Facebook reported about 2 million. Uh, prior to us getting under the radar of Elon Musk and the establishment, we used to get you know 50 million views, 100 million views, 40,000 retweets. But the establishment knows I know what they're up to. They know we know what they're up to. And our movement is not about pussyfooting around and trying to uh, play up and trying to get on podcasts, be nice to fucker Carlson or this really doofus guy, Russell Brand. I don't know where this guy came out. He's a complete moron. He's not even funny. And you can list the list of influencers. And as a part today's talk, I entitled this Booby Effing Kennedy says personal integrity and public integrity are different. And this is what he said. And let me play the audio for you. And you have to understand all the mainstream media talk show hosts give him layups. When they interview him, they, they never ask about his stuff. They always talk about someone else. Um, but here's a fellow whose entire life has been filled with being arrested, being doing heroin, um, if you put the list of booby effing Kennedy's degeneracy and you put it next to Hunter Biden's, it would be probably about similar. In fact, booby effing Kennedy, the only difference is booby effing Kennedy and his family just have better public relations. The Bidens have poor public relations experts. The Kennedys have very good public relations experts. And they think they're the Kennedys and they can get away with everything. And the reality is people do let them get away with everything. Um, and we focus our anger at the Kennedys and the Trumps and all the not so obvious establishment, because it is these people who are fundamentally misleading people. It's easy to expose Fauci. It's easy to expose Obama, Clintons, all those people are Bushes, et cetera. But the establishment, as I talked about in the swarm video, creates the not so obvious establishment. And they particularly crank up the heat of the not so obvious establishment to give them more uh, media attention when an independent movement like ours comes up, when a truly a leader of bottoms up people like myself and the leaders, as you see in our movement here, come up because the establishment does not want you to become a leader. They want you to outsource your future to these morons. As long as you are thinking booby effing Kennedy or Donald Trump or any of these people who have no understanding, they may say, oh, I understand the middle class. No, you don't. You fly fucking Falcons in Malibu. What do you know about the middle class? You ski in Aspen every day. You bang whoever the hell you want, okay? You 
your your kids go to equestrian shows. You don't really have to work. You know nothing about the lives of everyday people. It's just words to you. But they want you to outsource your future to them because they brainwash people to think that the lives that you live are going to be understood by the people who have no idea of your life. You see this dichotomy. And they've convinced you that this is okay. So I'm going to play you this video. And you'll see, um, first of all, how um, Megan Kelly, who's another prostitute of media, really doesn't ask him the hard question. She deviates, goes around. He's squirming. And in the end, he says that public integrity and personal integrity are two different things. And he's actually telling you, I can be a scumbag in my personal life, but you know what? I will be a saint in the public life. He's telling this to your face. So, so I know I've given it away, but it's important to understand what these people are actually saying to you. So I'm going to cue it up over here. I have to do it in two places here. So I'm going to cue it up here. All right. So you guys can see it there. And, and to the people on StreamYard, I'm going to play this also for you there. So you guys can also see it. Okay. So there we go. John, everyone can see it. So, John, it says on Megan Kelly show, RFK Jr. was quote unquote not sure for Republican candidate Herschel Walker. She was talking about Herschel Walker, personal character, hiding secret children, and payment for an abortion should matter. RFK Jr. said there's personal integrity and there's public integrity. They're two different things. So here you go. Herschel Walker's been in the news and uh, his personal life is what's been in the news. And if if the reports are true and he denies many of them, he hasn't been a particularly great dad uh, to the children that he's had and his various girlfriends have had. And he hasn't been a particularly good romantic partner. And there's a debate in the Republican Party about should it matter because they really want control of the Senate, you know, and they would like to overlook those foibles. And of course, Raphael Warnock has some of his own, his opponent. But I wonder, as a Kennedy, you know, you're kind of a good person to ask, since we now know JFK had, you know, a long line of reported affairs when he was married. And, you know, had we had we zeroed in on those back then in the country the way it was back then, that that might have made a difference politically. Obviously, Ted Kennedy, Chappaquiddick, a whole other story. So what's your opinion? You know, should it should it matter if Herschel Walker has other kids who he fathered but didn't take care of, if he had if he got a woman pregnant? and paid for an abortion for her, and then wound up being staunchly anti-abortion and so on. Should it matter, or should it just matter how the person's going to vote? Yeah, but I, I'm not sure, you know, I think people, well, I, I really can't answer about whether it should matter or not. I mean, I think there's, you know, um, there's personal integrity and there's public integrity and that they're two different things. And so there are two different things. So this is what's powerful about this. He cannot answer a straightforward question. The guy said he's not sure. He doesn't know if personal integrity and public integrity. Uh, can I stop sharing this, John? Yeah. Um, so I hope everyone heard that. Okay. So everyone listen to what he's saying. So people, the elites are actually telling you their value system, okay? They're telling you that in my personal life, I can do whatever I want. I can do child trafficking. I can be a pedophile. I can drive my wife to hanging herself. If you look at Kennedy's life, Maureen 
Callahan came up with an amazing piece, but no one covered it because the Kennedys have a massive PR machine and all these influencers. I mean, it's amazing that the conservatives, quote unquote, conservatives, God fearing conservatives who believe in the Bible and all this stuff. This is why I think they're all full of shit. They don't really believe in God because they excuse this behavior. Here's a guy who, in all the diaries that came out, he's openly saying that when he was with his wife, he was having sex with 40 different women. His wife, when she said she wanted to kill herself, basically said, it's okay, go kill yourself. She kills herself. Then they bring in all the PR. They bury her casket in the Kennedy space. And they take pictures. He has all the public view with him praying very honorably. The next day, without a permit, they exhume her casket and they put it somewhere else. That's how much they hated her. They got a PR company to say, oh, he moved the casket because he wanted her to have sunshine. So I'm sharing this video with you and sharing this content with you because no one else is talking about this. And it's to share with you that the character of those people who claim that they are your leaders is to tell you to your face there's one rule for me and another rule for you. And don't judge me by what I do in my personal life because it may be really bad, but just put all that away because when it comes to the public world, I'm going to be very, very different. Now, this is very different than I, how I was brought up. I was brought up very differently. You know, my great grandparents were poor village farmers. My grandfather was brought up as an indentured servant. And I remember my great-grandfather, you know, he, at the age of 12, in those days, and they grew up with nothing. They grew up on the side of the bank of a river. They would uh, harvest stuff out. of. I mean, they had nothing. They lived in small huts and everything. But when he was 12, he wanted to go to Burma from India because that's where he could make his fortune. And he asked his own brother for a little bit of money so he could take the boat over so he didn't have to become a slave, an indentured servant. His own brother refused to give it to him when he had it. And so his my grandfather that day said his own brother was no longer his brother. He had that kind of very strict principles. Anyway, he takes this boat as an indentured servant, an indentured servant. By the way, the first slaves throughout the world um, who left uh, one country to another were indentured servants that came from South India. In fact, people went to Trinidad, all these places. Um, then came the black African slaves. But the Indians were the first slaves in that sense. So my grandfather takes his boat. And um, to get the boat ride, you had to then be enslaved for three years. He worked apparently so hard on that ship that the captain of that slave ship was so impressed that he said, you know what, I can't keep you in bondage. And he let him go. And my grandfather essentially grew up in Burma, um, worked very hard, had held five different jobs, accumulated some land. And he became quite an interesting person. It, Burma in the 1940s became the center of uh, the war between the Allies um, you know, and, and, and Japan and Germany. And there was, um, uh, and it got destroyed. So my grandfather went with nothing, made money, and overnight, because of World War II, they lost everything. But what my great-grandfather did was he saw all these refugees and he took all of the land that he had accumulated and he made little homes for everyone and he gave it away and he left and came back to India with nothing. So he went with nothing, made money, came back, but he always maintained his integrity. If any child in the village, and he was very frugal, wanted any money to go to school or a book, he would do it for them. The reason I'm sharing this with you is everyday working people that I grew up with, my parents, and I'm sure people you've known when I grew up in New Jersey with immigrants, man, these people were honorable people. 
These people work their butts off. Two, three jobs. My public school teachers, uh, who are amazing teachers, had three jobs. What the fucking job does Kennedy had? Do you know? Drinking? Heroin? Go look at John Kennedy. The guy had venereal disease when he was a teenager and could not even get into the military. His father bought his way into the military and then he was dry, just as JFK, the great JFK, Camelot, total bullshit. He was a reckless guy, would drive these boats and smash them and blew up one. When the PT-109 disaster took place, it was a blunder. His father then had them rewrite the story to make his son look like a war hero. So when you really look at all of this, the elites have one rule for them and another rule for you and I. If you or I did any of those crimes, we don't have the ability to get PR, even if we were wrongly accused. So on. They actually do the crimes. Ted Kennedy killed a woman here in Massachusetts, killed her. And the story goes she was alive when he left that car. They did amazing PR, made him into a senator. Now, what's interesting with this Megyn Kelly thing is she doesn't even ask him about him. She's talking about Herschel Walker. Why doesn't she ask him about you? So they always give the Kennedys layups. And you have to understand that. All right. Right. So Hunter Biden, you know, he they act as though they care about integrity. What about the Kennedys? Why don't you line up the Kennedys and Hunter Biden and all of them? The realities you'll find out is they're all a, a, a breath away from Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein. All of them. Kennedy was on Epstein's flight twice. So, yes, I believe public integrity and personal integrity matter. And I'm not sure what you guys think. Do you think it matters? Because if they've convinced you it doesn't matter, then you need to really recognize that your leaders then are going to reflect your state of consciousness. If you think public integrity and personal integrity doesn't matter, then that is the kind of people you're going to go. People are talking about Biden needs to go. What about Trump? Trump paid off whores, guys. He was banging women when his wife was pregnant. Why do the conservatives keep supporting Trump? You talk about Jesus and God. How can you support Trump? Can someone explain this? Can anyone explain how a God-fearing person can support Trump? Can anyone explain this? Can anyone explain this to me? Because I can't figure it out. I mean, if you're a God-fearing conservative, it seems like you should support crazy Mike Pence, right? Or some conservative. But you're supporting a guy who had whores, paid them off while his wife was pregnant. That's Donald Trump. And I've met with Trump and has golden seats. You know, I don't think that's anywhere near being a Christian. Golden toilet seats, okay? So I really want to understand this. And what we're dealing with when you go to this conclusion is you're talking about the state of consciousness of people. The leaders reflect the state of consciousness of the people. Ultimately, they do. So when Kennedy has the audacity to tell to your face, personal integrity and public integrity are different, he's telling you something right to your face. And you have to take it at face value. There's no like trying to say, well, maybe he meant this. No, that's what he meant. And so all the people voting for Robert Kennedy after hearing that are not people of integrity or they're freaking stupid or both. The movement for truth, freedom and health is made up of people who walk the walk. We're not here to talk the talk. And anyone can go look at my history 
and people in our movement, we walk the walk. And if people do want real redemption, start walking the walk. Don't make comments like your personal integrity doesn't match your public integrity. They're telling you, I'm going to be a scumbag. All right. So I use very harsh terms to describe these people because they're telling to your face and they're taking advantage of people and they're lowering people's state of consciousness. Our movement is about raising your consciousness. It is about recognizing that hardworking people are the ones who built everything we see around us. Everything in a very non-sexy way, going to work, busting their ass. And those people are the people who are being destroyed. Their lifespans are going down. The lifespan of the average American is going down. If you're an American, your children are going to live less than you. As I did in recent videos, the elites are taking nutrients, which actually will support your health and making them pharmaceuticals. Let me repeat that again. They're making nutrients pharmaceuticals, so you can't afford them. One of them is NMN. I talked about that. A scumbag professor at Harvard is doing that. So they're going to live long and you're going to die young. They're going to live lives of lasciviousness. And they're going to tell you to live lives of, you know, being a good person. And then everyday people are going to think Trump and Kennedy are their saviors. I mean, just think about what I'm saying here. This is why I'm so harsh. We did a little funny tweet a couple of days ago. We say, dear GOP, you know, there's a drug addict attempting to get into the White House. For God's sake, for God almighty's sake, please don't let him in. And the PS was, and it ain't. Hunter Biden, it's this guy, all right? Just to let you know, a whole bunch of people are going on testosterone therapy. They think it's a normal thing to do. It's a big pharma drug. And instead of a, un, a, un, addressing the underlying issues why men's testosterone level is going down, Booby Kennedy's getting those injections. And yet he's telling people he's against big pharma. How many drugs is Booby Kennedy taking? How many drugs is, all these politicians, if you're against big, big pharma, if you're not against big pharma, great, but don't tell us you're against big pharma and be taking testosterone injections, which means you're basically setting that as a standard for young kids. The kid who just died 30 years old, he was on steroids. I'm sorry, it's not the vaccine that killed him. Steroids cause all sorts of cardiovascular issues. Don't blame the vaccine for everything, okay? That's a new technique. Blame the vaccine for everything. Forget the policies for the last 50 years, which have been leading to people's early demise. So what, the reason I'm telling this is these people will lie through their teeth and they will tell you we're lying through their, their, their teeth and they'll, say, and they'll manipulate it to say, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You know, he had to do that. Bobby Kennedy had to support lockdowns in 2020. He did, by the way. Trump had to keep Fauci. He was in the swamp. He, he had bad advisors. And you go, oh yeah, yeah, he had bad advisors, yeah. They make you accept very bad behavior. And this movement is about recognizing that everyday working people who don't have the luxury if they do bad behavior of getting out of it. If you're a working person, black or white, and you do the stuff the Kennedys have done, you will be in jail for life. You don't have the opportunity to have amazing PR people who resurface your image. That's what they have. Or to get you out of prison, which is what they have. Everyday working people cannot afford their lawyers, cannot afford their image PR people, but they can. They are not one of us. That's really the point here.
They have the luxury of saying public integrity doesn't have to match personal integrity. And that's what they teach their kids. Two of their, Kennedy's kid and her um, uncle were arrested. And she said, I'm a Kennedy. And she, and she started spitting at the cops. That's who they think they are. You understand? So anyone who promotes Robert, and you have to understand, why is every talk show host promoting Robert Kennedy? Why does he steal our material? Because they know we exist and we are independent of left or right. And we're not part of those circles. And I left those circles. I've never been part of it. Couldn't stand those circles. I went to MIT. I didn't even know about MIT until two weeks. MIT got a lot more out of me than I did from them. And the day I stepped into MIT, I was fighting MIT. I was the only MIT alumni when MIT's president was found out to have funded Epstein. I'm saying he should resign. No one else did that. I've been fighting that. In, I fight institutions. These people don't. Kennedy sits in Malibu in Hollywood. I haven't, has he said anything about child trafficking? No, nothing. So I want all of you to consider that the movement for truth, freedom, and health is an opportunity for all of you to raise your standards, okay? We have very high standards. You have to walk the walk. You have to talk. You have to walk the walk. You can learn the stuff, but we're going to tell you, okay, you support me. I like your video, Dr. Shiva. Okay, great. Put a bumper sticker on your car. I like your video. Okay, get on the ground and hand out some flyers. Go door to door. Invite people to this orientation. Walk the fucking walk. I love, who doesn't like to get thanked? But you know what? I don't even watch most of my videos. I don't even have the time. I do them for you guys. So you guys get off your ass and start acting. And we have a huge opportunity right now in the world because Trump and Kennedy are running. Those of you who come to our movement after overcoming Trump and overcoming Kennedy, I can tell you right now, you're very highly enlightened people. So it's a real pleasure in 2023 to have you guys on this call because you have overcome this bullshit. In 2020, when I was exposing Kennedy, well, he does a lot of good things. He does a lot. Really? And you'd have to fight that. But at this point in 2023, when we're running for president, people say, I'm going to vote for Dr. Shiva. That's a highly enlightened person. So it's a very exciting time because we have this movement. We have this infrastructure. We're running for president. And everyone here can participate in this movement now. And what does that participation look like? That means, number one, volunteer for Shiva for president. What do you have to give? Some time. What does volunteering look like? Help us get on the ballot. Let every one of your friends know we're running. You can even, I mean, we have it where you can download our graphics and print it yourself. Do it yourself. We're not going to go ask people for billions of dollars. That's how much you need to do president. One bumper sticker is seen by 100,000 people. Do you guys know that? Per day. They don't want us to be self-sufficient, guys. You make your own bumper sticker, put it on the back of your car, 100,000 people a day are going to see that. More views, you will get more views than you will on Twitter or Facebook, all those social media combined. So get a bumper sticker. Download those things. Print them, hand them out to people. It has to be a groundswell movement. The other pieces, we've created this entire curriculum at Truth, Freedom, Health. You can understand the dynamics of systems, like that swarm video I did. That took 50 years to do that video in some sense. But 
I want to teach you guys how systems work. Because once you guys know how systems work, you guys will be able to teach it to your children. By the way, once you take the course, you can teach it as give it away. You get to be a philanthropist. So you have, again, no excuse. It's like, you don't have to pay me thousands of dollars. We charge a nominal amount, hundred bucks. And if you're that destitute and you can't afford that, come speak to me. But your investment is for you. It's a, it's a contribution. But once you take the course, you can literally give it away to as many children as you want. A thousand children. You want to take out an ad and say, I want to give the system science away to a million kids. Go ahead, do it. We'll, 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 you can do that. The goal is we need people to understand the science of systems, how the world operates, so they understand the dynamics. They can see the obvious establishment and the not so obvious establishment. But most importantly, we need people to start having self-respect for themselves and recognize that anyone who says, oh, your public integrity doesn't match your, doesn't have to match your uh, uh, personal integrity, that they're different. Do you know who says that? Go read Narcissus. When I was, in my Fulbright in India, I met a very, very nice cardiologist, very nice gentleman. And uh, he and I were talking about some very interesting issues. And he said, you know, my father used to come home every day and beat the shit out of my mother and beat the shit out of me. And outwardly, everyone thought he was this amazing, wonderful human being. In the public world, everyone thought he was this amazing, kind, gentle, noble, da, da, da. But in the home, he beat the shit out of his wife and him and was an asshole. That's what Kennedy's saying. So if you believe that, that's a schizophrenic on top of it. And that means you're saying that you can have a world where there's one rule for you and one rule for me. That's what these people are saying. So 2023, 2024 is a very serious opportunity for us because in 2020, as John played those videos, it was our group our movement in Massachusetts, which exposed the government infrastructure. We're the ones who got the first federal lawsuit injunction against the government, not Hunter versus Biden or Biden versus whatever, Missouri. We did that. It was our efforts we ran the Fire Fauci campaign. And it was our efforts which saved millions of people's lives by putting out protocols. And it was this movement's effort which really exposed the backdoor portal to Twitter and all of that. And we were made invisible during that time and even by the mainstream media. And in, 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 in the midst of all that invisibility, because of our hard work, a half a billion people around the world knew about our movement. That was a lot of hard work, guys. It was doing video after video every day, going on the ground, doing protests, doing demonstrations. So if we can do that in 2020, imagine what we can do in 2023 and 2024, because we didn't have this kind of organizational structure. We had maybe 20 of us here, and then we built a movement of 3,000 volunteers. Now we have close to half a billion people know our movement and close to a half a million people. But we need you guys. Those of you who are new, we'll walk, John's played enough videos, you got to take the course. Please don't fuck around and waste time. Take the goddamn course and get with the program. Those of you who've taken the course, please don't be lazy. We need people's help to teach the course. Volunteer. You know, it's 2% of your time. And those of you, we are going to be holding a major summit in Europe. Um, we're going to invite people because we want people to do more face-to-face -face meetings in September, one in October um, in for North America, and then one in uh, Asia Pacific. So we're going global with this. It's a lot of hard work, but 
the work of any one individual goes down because we're fundamentally volunteer driven. Each one of you can help. So think about what you have here. You have 118, 19 people here, people like you, so you don't have to feel alone. And I'm, I'm repeating, the people here are very enlightened, highly conscious people. So you can know that you have a community. You know you have this infrastructure of incredible knowledge and you have amazing other people, so we raise our consciousness. That's what this is about. So I want people to get active. I, again, appreciate all the comments you give me about my videos and the content, but each one of you, 2% of your time, get active. How can you get active? Take the course, get involved in a campaign. In the United States, we wanna get on the ballot in every state. We filed a historic lawsuit, uh, which we know that a naturalized citizen has every right to be a citizen. That itself is gonna change the world for 20 million um, US citizens. They shouldn't be treated as second-class citizens. So it's a whole new pool of talent that can have the opportunity to be president. Our lawsuit already asserts that. We wanna make sure that when you guys help us in the United States to get on the ballot, you have to collect signatures, then you have to submit them to the state. The Secretary of State who are actually ignorant of the constitution, we will educate them. We will educate the American public. Our movement is fundamentally an educational movement. So let me uh, um, take some questions from the audience, John, and we'll do it in the town hall model, but let me get this uh, ugly fellow off the, screen here, Kennedy. Let me go back to us, some very beautiful people here. All right. So any questions, John? Let's take some questions. Um, any questions, John? So let's take some uh, questions from our town hall. We'll take about three questions before we sign off. Go ahead, John. Um, anyone in Singapore I can connect with who is in your warrior program? That's Rajesh Ravindran. Rajesh, nice to meet you. Yeah, Singapore is a very interesting place. So um, you can connect with our guys in India um, and Rajesh Suresh will connect you uh, with him, okay? Uh, Laura Wang says, Americans are complacent because they're making really good money from their big corporations in their 401k plans. Yeah, that's an interesting question, Laura. Um, not all Americans, okay? Um, some Americans are complacent, certain strata of Americans are complacent, but the important things to recognize, Laura, and I've said this before, let me say it again, um, when we're looking at changing the world, um, and I've said this before, and it's good to repeat this, there are really three groups of people in any organization, um, in any type of a community. There are those people who um, never wanna change anything. They're just resistors. Um, even if conditions are really bad, they don't want to change anything. That's called resistors. And that in a group of 100 people, there'll be always 30 people. And these, the numbers I'm sharing with you come out of some very deep organizational theory research that was done in the 70s. The second group of people are fence sitters who watch which way the ball goes. They, you know, if um, uh, someone speaks louder and is more demagogish, you know, they'll go with them. They'll watch which way the wind blows. 20%, Laura are the people who are the agents of change. They really wanna change the world. The problem is many times those 20% of the people go to the 30% who have no interest in changing the world and spend a lot of time. People do this in relationships actually, personal uh, as well as uh, public relationships. They go and think they're gonna change somebody. And sometimes it takes people until they're 70 or 80 years old <clears throat> and they look at their history of engagement with people and they say, you know what, you can't really change anyone. You can't. You fundamentally can't. 
What you can do is you can mobilize that 20% who get it. So you're not burning yourself out. That's what we're doing. We don't waste our time trying to convince the 30%. As I've said, if you see someone wearing a mask, give them another mask. If it's a hot day and they're wearing a mask in their car, offer them another mask. Don't even make fun of them because they're freaking gone. Okay. But find those people who are not wearing masks who are like you and mobilize them and give them access to this knowledge and our content so they can become stronger. Because once the 20% gets organized, you'll pull the other 50% over. Because if you spend time on that 30%, you're not, the 50% are going to go in their direction. So it's a very, very important principle to understand. Damon, Damien says, Deslanis, do you believe we went to the moon? It's a very interesting question, okay? I haven't had the time to look into this. I know they're the flat earthers. But let me just, I, I did a video on the flat earth and the moon stuff. Um, Damien, if you look at that question, uh, a simple way to solve that, you know, I said if I were president, I'd file a rocket straight up and put free flat earthers and not flat earthers and actually monitor the whole thing and make sure it's done right, the experiment. But the reality is whether the, let's assume the earth is flat, okay? Let's assume they've lied to us and we never went to the moon. Let's assume that's true. Everyone got it? How does that change your life right now? You have just found out the earth is flat. They lied to us. And we does that change your life today? How does that change? No, it doesn't. And by the way, you don't even have to talk about the moon things that they've done to lie to you. You can just look at Kennedy. <laughs> I mean, did Robert Kennedy, uh, and you can look at, did he actually exhume his wife's coffin and put it here? Let's talk about that. What person does that? You can look at actual real things that are occurring right now to you that in in for the last seven years, big pharma's revenues has been going down like this. And because of Trump, Democrats and Republicans, because of the vaccine, Pfizer, which lost nearly twenty five billion dollars. Now the revenues to 80 billion and 100 billion. That's tangible stuff. We're being screwed. We don't need to talk about flat earth to find out. And you have to wonder, fine, you can talk about flat earth. Fine. I'm into science. Let's do find the research. But the issue is, what is the end goal? Okay? What is the end goal? The end goal, you realize, is if you know those in power are lying to you in, in, a, in a billion different ways, are you going to focus on one of them or are you going to go to the root cause? The root cause is they want power, profit, and control. They want you to make you fat, dumb, and happy so you don't ever look to your interests and build a movement to change the world. And we're about changing the world. So you have to ask the question, do you want to just be a mental masturbator all day and talk about crazy shit? Or do you want to actually change the world? Do you want to expose all this crazy stuff? Tucker Carlson, I'm exposing this now. The guy who was at Fox News didn't expose anything. Now he's become an exposer. But I'm going to meet, create my own TV show like Alex Jones. When you expose all day how awful the world is, you know what you're doing? You're making people more and more Oh, my God. And I gave this example last week. A king is there and the peasants around him saying, oh, yeah, did you know the king just raped and pillaged my wife and my whole family? Oh, really? Wow, that's horrible. Did you know he just stole all my cattle? Wow, that's really bad. Did you know? And keep going on. What did the peasants start becoming? They start becoming, wow, the king is so powerful. We can't do anything. The world is hopeless. That's where you get to. And that's where they want you. It's called learned helplessness. The frontal lobe of your brain chemically changes. 
People need inspiration. We need victories. And our movement gives victories. It was this movement that exposed the backdoor portal. It was this movement that got a federal judge to give us an injunction. It was this movement that exposed the entire election system sprawl. Those are big victories. So do you want to be winning and making movement forward? Or do you want to be talking about shit that we know they're fucking you over? What are you going to do? And that's where you get to. I, you know, Indians say, what to do? <laughs> that's an Indian thing. What to do? Right? What to do? That's just the way it is. We have corruption. What to do? Well, you can do something. We can build a movement. And that's what this is about. And, it's, and, and the problem that is when you get to that point, now you say, oh, shit, I got to do something. Uh, I can't just be tweeting all day. I got to actually do something. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to do something. Now we've created the infrastructure to do that. Any other questions, John? We'll take one more. Um, someone said, we can forgive because we have been forgiven. Public integrity should be the fruit of so-called personal integrity. Yeah. I'm not sure what you mean by the first part, but definitely the second part um, makes sense to me. All right. Let me sign off on StreamYard. Let me see if there's any final things. So everyone on StreamYard, I want to welcome all of you to also come to our town halls, uh, shivaforpresident.com slash town hall. And to all of you on StreamYard, look, if you're voting for Kennedy after what I've shared with you, uh, please recognize that you're likely an abuse victim, okay? And you should really, really start putting, uh, doing some serious meditation and ask yourself what kind of integrity do you have if you are going to vote for fools like Kennedy or Trump? And what are you teaching your kids? And if you're a God-fearing Christian and you're voting for these people, you really have to ask yourself what kind of Christian you are. And if you're on the left and you believe in workers and you believe in Karl Marx, you have to really ask, are you truly someone fighting for workers' rights when these people have no idea of what even labor or work is? So that's my real challenge to all of you. And um, I wish you all well. I'm going to sign off. So be well, everyone, in the outside world. We're going to go back to our, uh, our discussion here in our town hall. Thank you, everyone. Hold on Zoom.